and welcome to the first episode of Retail Nightmares of 2022. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me is my co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. Hi. <laughs> Hello. How are uh, you? I am fabulous. Everything's great. Everything's going great. You've got... Pulling a Jessica. I have a, a water and a fizzy drink. I'm pulling a Jessica also. I have a, a soda water and a tea. Um, mm. I love to piss. Uh, speaking <laughs> of things I love, I'm very excited for our guest. He's a returning guest. I think it's been over a year since we last had him on. He's a musician. He's a comedian. He's a warlock. He's oh, yeah. a friend to plants. He's a neighbor. It's Emmett Hall. How do you do? <laughs> and a happy new year. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is cheering me up. I know, we're not even there For such yet. a grouchy person, you make me feel so cheerful, but only mm. when you're playing music. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better bring that keyboard with you everywhere you go. Okay, I did this oh, last beautiful. time too, didn't I? Yeah, but it was so great. You made yeah. up that song about Hank and And then Hank Jay and uh, really spruced it up. It was awesome. Yeah, I think yeah. that's on our Patreon. If you want to hear a uh, full, fully orchestrated uh, ensemble. Oh, nice. nice. I think he just added bass, bass and drums maybe. Yeah, that's all it takes though. And then it's a full on song. Power trio. Yeah. So we're, I mean, we're recording this December 23rd. But yep. people are listening to this as of January something. How how's everyone feeling? Things are are wet and wild. Yeah, no kidding. Mm. I mean, I uh, I'm coming to you live from uh, the headquarters of Clay Entertainment. That's the the video game company I work for. But I'm I do feel like I'm in like a secluded bunker because my office has has no windows. There's yeah. a separate ventilation and sound baffles to keep any sounds out and not let the variant know that I'm in here because I'm the so screams. quiet. Oh, it knows. <laughs> <laughs> It'll find uh, you. But I don't know. I mean, God, a couple of weeks from now, who, who knows where we'll be at, but we're just in the the beginning phases of a nice creeped out Christmas, I guess. Yeah. Creeped out Christmas. That's yeah. a great way of putting it. It's a nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Truly, the goths must be so happy. What's this? What's this? It's shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think when yesterday my dad was like, yeah, man, we're not doing it. Like, he was going to have a little, a little gathering of people for Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah. That's an, it's a no-go. So, yeah. uh, that's fine. That's fine. A tiny Christmas. I mean, I regularly do not do anything for Christmas, so nothing is really changing this year for me. Uh, got a big pile of drugs and a bunch of TV shows and movies to watch and puzzles and a really thick pair of sweatpants that I'm going to try and wear yeah. every day for a week. Oh, are they new? Um, I got them in October, but they're finally like, it's cold enough that I can actually wear them. They're uh, fleece lined. So I have some too that I've now they're, it's now they're good for wearing. But a couple of weeks ago when they arrived, I was like, this was a huge mistake. I feel like I'm wearing a sauna. 
They're, yeah, they're like you can put them on for five minutes and then you're like, I got to take these off. <laughs> yeah, I was never a sweatpants guy. But then when this pandemic hit, I'd say it's like a, a, a company uniform. I do want to bring one thing up. <laughs> um, um, is that I was on a, um, a local podcast just this past week. Rival and, podcast. Yeah, Bible podcast. Do you guys do you say it by name? <laughs> the name that should not be said? Yeah. Um, okay, so I was on guys. Spy, and I, I stopped podcasting yourself, and I, I listened to about a third or half of it Yeah. Um, to either, uh, like, self-flagellation. And I found I said the word like a lot. Sure. And I said, and I mumbled a lot, too. Now, I am going to work hard on avoiding either of those, and I want both of you to um <laughs> you know don't I love work a too job. hard I love a job. but pay close attention because as a 41 year old man i should not like um be like uh <laughs> do you know like what i'm do you know what i'm like like i'm saying and like kind of just like mumble the words and kind of just kind of like that yeah like you know so yeah like pork chops and applesauce pork chops i want to i want to have Elocution. I want to have diction. I want to have. I want to have dick. Yeah. I want to shun some dicks. I want to shun some dicks. I want to electrocute some dicks. What do you think would happen? Do you think that they would look like an old fashioned gun at the end? It would look like a withered leech. Oh, okay. Not like a hot dog that fell into a fire and then rolled back out. Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, don't be too hard on yourself. No, I won't let it. I won't let it. Um, you know, hinder the momentum. <laughs> but I want to verbalize with purpose and incentive, and with we're respect. Not, we're not paying you. Yeah, that's not this podcast. Yeah, you're not gonna like podcast. you're not gonna like fucking pay me for this. Podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely say like way too much and there's some guests i find if there's a guest who also does it it's almost like it's catching and it multiplies Mm. but Mm. knowing that jay has to listen and either edit them out or you know try and make us sound like he he edits out the likes so you don't like that's when you are edited i think he used to do it more and then he told me he was spending so much time editing them all out that I tried to do it less, but I probably don't. Mm -hmm. I do think that since I stopped drinking, I probably talk prettier. (laughs) Okay. Let's not worry about it. Yeah. And I find that when people are aware of it, they do it less. So now that you're aware, Emmett, you most likely subconsciously will do it less. Yeah. So let's start the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you mentioned yeah. this a few times on Stop Podcasting Yourself, too, but you were like, as a 40-something-year-old mm. man, I should be. And it's like, no, that's not. We're just going to be who we are always, that the number's going to keep going up. And I don't think you need to be at a certain point. Like, I don't think you need to have seen all the Harry Potter movies. I don't think you need to have. Yeah, that's true. That That is true. But there is a... Um... Not that I had objectives or goals or any that I did have were immature and from a time long past that I can negate because they were a f- young man's a fool's fancy. Yeah. But uh, I do feel like there is 
um, a certain level of personal integrity I would like to address. Ah, oh, we're so different. <laughs> I think you're. I think you're already a cut above the rest. Don't yeah. tell anyone I said that. And if you're still working out, you're still cut. <laughs> cut, yeah. Okay. You're cut and above the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that makes me wonder for all three of us, what are some goals we had for ourselves? And this, it doesn't have to be sad. Like I wanted to travel and now I couldn't, but like, what is a goal that when you were younger, you had for yourself that is, Oh yeah, that's easy. Completely like become not a thing anymore or you've abandoned it. What's yours, Alicia? Getting a horse and it living in a shed in the backyard. (laughs) Oh, wow. I really, really, that was a big plan for a long time. For like young Alicia. Right. But I thought that that would be part of life. Because you, you did, you did the horse in a storage unit for a while, but you <laughs> yeah, really needed and a I shed. got in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Fills up with poo real quick. Because mm-hmm. uh, mine was, I wanted to befriend a crow. Like I wanted to have a crow friend. <laughs> that was pretty recent. No, I, I had wanted to do this since high school, since I started trying to. Okay train crows to obey me i mean how young was how young are we talking like as young as you want to go back as far as you want to go back i think i wanted to have like a novel published but just on a whim that i was never never i don't even read i don't even i barely (laughs) write but i just happened to have the time to be like oh that feeling of like (laughs) i did i don't do it but if uh, because I know if I did, I'd get it. Done. I'd do it properly. <laughs> like it just fell out of you. Like yeah, you just naturally like, would be good if you if you could be bothered to try. Yeah, you would and I do a masterpiece. It. And it, would, it it didn't have to be a masterpiece. It had to just be. It just had to be published. Okay, but it was that. But it's yeah. still because I just fancifully did it. Just went oh, and then and then on the side as I was being famous, I, I wrote this <laughs> novel. Oh yeah, I can still see that though happening for you. You just squeezed one out. No, yeah. uh, because I've done some writing uh, for this current job I have, and it's one of those things where it's embarrassingly difficult, even though you think, like, I've been writing and I can know how to read for years. <laughs> but it, it's... Well, there's all different kinds of writing, and yeah. I think that's, yeah. you know, like, in terms of, like, I can write personal essays, but I don't think I could write fiction, and I don't... And I struggle to write like just a res- uh, email a lot of the time. So. Oh yeah, that's the mm-hmm. hardest. Sending this email for the Zoom call that we're on right now took me <laughs> way too long because I ate weed last night and my brain was real s- slow this morning. I'll tell you a, a more recent one though, and I still think it's it's attainable, but it's still more, but it's more difficult every year. And this goes to the aging thing: is I want to be at a level of fitness where I can. Hop over a banister without my legs touching. Oh yeah, that's you know? so cool. It's so yeah. so automatically cool. cool, but it but it's only cool because it looks very easy to do. Like it didn't take that person any effort. Mm-hmm. But for me at this point to have the confidence to do that, looking like I did it without any effort. Yeah. Yeah. It's all and, abs. And now exercise is like isn't augmenting or enhancing my body. It's just Maintaining. Maintaining or keeping the, like, decrepitness <laughs> out of it. Like the a, creeping the, yeah, goblins. Yeah, yeah. And also, even when exercising, the body's going, we didn't, we didn't do this before. Why are you doing this now? I'm, it's too old to be doing 
it's it's too late to be making up the difference. And all of your exercise routine is just trying to get over that banister. Yeah. <laughs> I bring a, ban- a banister. I drag in a banister to every gym I go to and just Oh, that <laughs> People guy's with really here. long legs just have it made, you know? Like in terms of getting pants, no, but like go like hopping over things and getting places quickly. I don't know. I feel like Jay's legs uh trip him up more than they well, he's like an exception because he's extremely tall. He's a horse. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like when he needs to just like tuck his legs up and like scoot over something. Like if we're on the couch and one of us is trying to get up or get out of bed, it's like, you know, too, too much limb. Alicia, what if you just had Jay in your closet? Yeah. Would that meet the in horse a in a shed. shed dream? Would that be a more like several times a week Jake is in your I closet and that Jay horse and is I would in, hate in that so space. much <laughs> and we can dress up Hank as a crow and I could be like this is my crow friend just put yeah. little wings on him and a little beak he would look so cute he would love it I can tell mm, yeah there's nothing he loves more than making people laugh at him <laughs> I'll find a short so like foot, footstool that I can hop over pretending yeah. it's, and just put a sign on it that says banister we can make a foam, like, out of a pool noodle. We can make, like, a little uh, fake one. We can, like, paint it to look like a nice mahogany or something. Oh, yeah, or mm-hmm. spray paint it silver so it looks a little Metal, dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. 2022 20, 20, is set. We're, we're yeah. in- the year of the banister. 2022, the year we turned Peter poo It was a banister year. Oh. oh. I keep thinking uh, of the banister. Do you know that? It's like a Michael Kupperman comic thing where it's just like a man who disguises himself as a banister. So he's just like <laughs> laying in a tube and he's like the banister. And that's his only deal. Just like wearing that's a little good. suit and a fedora. Anyway, you can edit that out, Jay. Uh, also, I was thinking if you're worried about how many times you say like or mumble, Jay can just put like a horse sound or a crow <laughs> sound in there. You know what? I've already forgotten to, I've already, I've already let my guard down. And you're not doing it. I might not so, be. I'm also no. a uh, five eighths of a beer in. So oh, maybe wow. that's. Yeah. I thought about having a drink tonight, but then I thought like, what if that one drink ruins my day tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, since I last talked to you, I think, I mean, it's, yeah, it's been so long. I did a full year of, alcohol free oh yeah that's great and then as of i guess halfway through this summer i've reintroduced it and it's yeah it's not the same as it once was and yet it is <laughs> <laughs> in that uh my my um predilection is still to yearn to consume the amount i used to okay mm-hmm. but the um physiological response is a yeah. little uglier <laughs> slash more mature i want to say uh so I think I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. No, no alcohol. January. Oh, there's a term for that, right? Yeah, it's called Jazzy January, where you replace yeah. alcohol oh, yeah. jazz. The JJ January. Dryuary. Yeah. Oh, is that <laughs> what it's called? Maybe, or is it just Dry January? Dryuary. <laughs> yeah, I forget. It's whatever it is. It's got. It's got uh, to finesse that so a little bit. So brewery. I don't know. Uh, no alculuary. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Go. I've been doing it for so long that I could not imagine. Like, I have nightmares regularly where I forget that I don't drink and I accidentally, mm. like, drink a bunch of vodka and I'm like, oh, no, this that is going to really suck. 
that happened continuously over the year. I didn't drink. I had so many drunk dreams. Yeah. Oh, it's so interesting. Those I had those for years with cigarettes, so I get it. Like, oh. yeah. And I still probably have one or two a year where I'm like, this is okay. Or I have I have a new one where I eat gluten. Oh, okay. that is going to be scary. That's a nightmare. <laughs> I think about, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of discussions about how much people smoked back in the past, but even when you see an action movie or an action sequence and the person has a cigarette, like just how dried out. When Anytime I've smoked a cigarette, you just, it feels like it sucks out all the, the hydration out of your body. It is fire. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's hot, true. Hot fire and smoke. Um, okay, this is you talking about back in the day and dreams reminded me of the dream I had last night, and I'm sorry to do this, but I'm going to evoke Fiona's dreamscape. Uh, And tell you, my dream last night was that I dreamed that a place opened in Vancouver, almost sort of like an escape room or like, you know, one of those trendy sort of things that happens that everyone's like, oh, have you gone yet? Have you gone? And it was just a snack room. It was like a break room from the 60s. It was like the break room from the office and Mad Men. They had recreated okay. it perfectly and you could pay like $25 to go there for half an hour and just have a snack. And the fridge and cupboards were just stocked with what would have been there in the 60s. So it was like, you wow. know, Tang and Coca-Cola, but like everything was in like the packaging from mm. the 60s, but it was new. It wasn't like we found dead stock yeah. uh, snacks. And I was just like, wow, this is surreal. And everything was sort of like, red or like orangey and like uh olive colored like the I'm wondering if my dreams like... would have enough of a historical reference folder to <laughs> yeah. to <laughs> to build up like a 60s I guess maybe I'd see like Ritz or something like that. That's like what I was cr- thinking of. I, mean, I was thinking of those hostess snowballs. Yeah. Mm, and probably yeah. like Ho-ho's. a tin of oysters, something weird like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely like tins of things. Yeah. Yeah. And like with the pull tab on them too. Oh yeah, yeah. Spray cheese. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Marshmallow fluff. I've still never had it. It looks so good. Uh, yeah, it's like it's just sugar, I guess. Anyway, the name of the game is Retail Nightmares. I'm sorry, I've, I've already told a dream before we get into the Retail Nightmares. Aspect. I could talk way more about dreams and insane <laughs> dreams before Retail Nightmares, but let's go. Let's do this. I know not stay a lot of people form. like to hear about dreams. Oh, this yeah, is, yeah, I like them. True. I like hearing it too, but I think mm-hmm. we are in the minority there. <laughs> that's a really cool dream. Yeah, it was enjoyable. There was It wasn't really stressful. I think I just probably look at enough like vintage sort of Instagram, like old mm-hmm. advertisements and old interiors that I have. I just do have that. old aspirin boxes and muesli <laughs> cereal like yeah that's what i is how i what i envision just kind of like washed out yellows and browns some oranges yeah it's mm. more saturated not super mm. washed out it's like technicolor baby mm. oh okay but also there's a layer of smoke over that but anyway the name of the show is retail nightmares Emmett, you've been on the show many times before you know i know and this is what's ridiculous is you guys keep bringing me back and my retail experience is so few and far between. We just have you back because we like you. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I mean, <laughs> let me. 
Muster up the it's story. Like, how can I ruin this? Okay, let's see how this uh, So this, I guess, the one thing I did by association, so this summer I spent um, living in the rural township of Souk, which is on mm-hmm. Vancouver Island. And I was on a property that uh, where there's a restaurant. And so my friend runs this restaurant. It's a very nice uh, restaurant, award-winning restaurant. And they have a apartment on, on the same property. And I was living on that property over the summer and getting to see the comings and goings of the restaurant. Also, my girlfriend was working at said restaurant too. So plenty of retail nightmares from that side of things. But just from living there, the amount of people that would come before the restaurant would even open and knock on the door. Oh my gosh. Whether it's delivery people or even just customers just wanting an answer of something <laughs> and just just by proximity. Wow. It was up to me to say yay or nay or or find some kind of solution for them. The other crazy thing there was there was like a patio and even though there was said closed, sometimes we'd have lunch on the patio and people would just come and say, like, I'm just here to look. And you just walk <laughs> through the patio, walk through the garden to to assess the experience they were going to have later. Even wow. though it's like, it's like going, it was like kind of like either <laughs> opening someone's door, walking through their space, or walking through an establishment that is enclosed and saying, like, I'm going to buy something here, but not just yet. Yeah. Mm. So I'm allowed to do this. Yeah. Let me take in, you know archive this for so my memories weird. for later the pre-experience yeah and also i think this this past summer was a weird one where uh as soon as kind of restrictions were lifted to some degree that panic it was almost like a panic of entitlement of like i have to make up for lost <laughs> time i deserve an experience and this restaurant is offers a very particular specific high class experience so i demand and i require and i and just this this anxiety it was a it was a leftover or weird filtrated anxiety of not getting to do anything now you're allowed and it's every person for themselves to get what has been lost and to, so as soon as we're done this, we're going over to French Beach and we're going to enjoy the sunset. And at this particular, it's just this kind yeah, of. Yeah, it has to be perfect. Yeah. And that, and then of course, that's just going to project onto staff. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and this, and all staff are now putting this like authoritarian situation of like, okay, well, we have to check all these things. And before we all engage in this suggestion of experience and uh, of, of hospitality and cuisine and culture, we all have to go through the protocols that are dictated by an outside force. However, between us, it is, uh, di- it is projected directly and everything is an offense. And it's like, whoo! So I, I just imagine, I just like, this is a very micro version of this, and I'm I'm witnessing it just through proximity and through through your curtains, through my curtains, but also through the fact that my girlfriend is working there, and my friend is the chef, and his wife owned the place. So it's just like I'm thinking, like if this is what they're dealing with here, just exponentially yeah. expand that across the country, across the globe, and it must be just. Anyway, yeah. uh, that's a, it's, so that's a retail nightmare. It's, oh yeah, that's a great one. Glo- it's global. <laughs> Completely. And like, yeah, it like impinging on your, 
private space and like your your quiet time, your And privacy? that's, and you know, and I mean, I'm I'm dealing with it in little pockets, but I imagine for any kind of, uh, yeah, any retail or kind of service industry, it's just this, um, I mean, you never signed on to it what it was to begin with. No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the no, industry, like... the industry, whether it's retail or the food industry is a fucking nightmare already and toxic in all its other ways. And then all of a sudden it's like, and here's a whole other, uh, yeah. contamination to it. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned what happened when the restrictions lifted, because here, at least in BC, restriction, new restrictions are going into place and you could feel in the air that it was coming mm. and you could see uh, the public sort of reacting, being like, OK, well, this is going to be the last time. You know, we're going to have a night out in a while, it feels like. So we're going to go hard. Mm. And it was the, sort of the the opposite of what you were saying of like, okay, everything has to be perfect. And it's like, okay, we're going to be just like messes. We're going to be loud. We're going to forget to put our masks on when we get up to go to the bathroom. We're going to heckle. We're going to Was this at the Sunday service? There was some of that there. There was some at Little Mountain at the last show. Oh, you're talking about the, um, okay, like uh, entertainment events. Entertainment events, but like things that are also bars like where there's staff yeah. working and yeah i could sense everyone getting a lot sloppier and i was like oh this is because everyone's doing like one last hurrah i think and it's also if it's not uh restrictions going to place then restrictions are lifted and then everyone is just like oozing out <laughs> what's been pent up ooze and that's why i was i was thankful to not be in the city i just imagined that was turned up to an extreme I don't know how it felt for, for you to being over the summer. Granted, there was a heat dome and blazing fires and all those other fun variables. But <laughs> just that sense of, of people being like, well, it's the summer and, and it's time to enjoy and we're allowed outside. And so we are, we got all feel and we, so. Then uh, <laughs> they just explode. I always kind of feel like I'm the last animal in the barn. Like I'm like, I'm not sure that I want to go out yet. Oh, yeah. And all the other animals are out yeah, and like they're yeah. in the sunshine and they look like they're having a good time. And I'm like, why can't I have a good time? Why am I still afraid? Yeah. And then as soon as you step out, they're all like charred from the blazing <laughs> heat. They all spontaneously combust. Yeah. yeah. It was weird here. It was like flipping a, a switch when the restrictions were lifted, how much busier everything got, how quickly it became busy, how people's Instagrams changed. And it's still like I've, haven't eaten out a lot. I haven't done a lot of social things. I haven't been to a lot of comedy shows. But the little bit of living I was doing, I was enjoying. So that part is challenging to kind of put that back in the can. But okay, but that's kind of interesting. You can um, you can start um, sort of concentrating or, or gra like look at your life and what you enjoy on a granular level because restrictions force you to or lack of, yeah restrictions or lack of thereof kind of mm -hmm. force you to. Hopefully, if you're if you're <laughs> if you're smart enough to like look at your own life and go like, okay, th these are the things that I'm comfortable with, and yeah. and and without the outside pressures, because you start seeing what people are doing for fun out of panic, and you went like, well, I never. Yeah, uh, that's the. I think. Sorry, this is long winded. No, I was just saying. Okay. I think FOMO probably is is being reassessed. I'd right. like to think. I'd like to think that that uh, I'm missing out. Are they? You, you take a step back because the world isn't functioning 
that's not an it's not yeah. a commodity it's not it's not the same commodity as it used to be yeah well exactly it's like uh my mom keeps wanting to buy gift certificates for various restaurants for jay and i for gifts and i while i appreciate her uh wanting to do that because it keeps restaurants alive i'm also like i would rather just have a check so i can buy groceries because i'm not clamoring to go to the restaurant experience and like it's not like how you remember it it's different and it's worse <laughs> like <laughs> well, for how me have at you least you felt i know that um jessica you and jay are, are huge patrons of going and of watching comedy and um but then alicia you've You've done a couple shows, yeah? Yeah, I did a so, two come draw with me's. So that's different though. That's um you felt the the relief or the or the the or a relief to the yearning to go do those things or I don't know if your relationships with those things have changed well, returning to all that. Uh, this is so serious like now. Jessica, this is like I'm I sorry. I don't know if you want to answer first, but <laughs> Yeah, like Jay and I went to every single Sunday service that they did at the Fox live in person and now it's they can't do it anymore and so the last one we went to we were like should we be going to this oh well let's just go and then we'll see but you know i'm i am happy i went to all those i'm glad i didn't miss any of them but also i don't know if the paranoia of being like am i doing the right thing is greater than like the joy you get from the comedy then I'm all I'm all for staying home too. I don't know. Like I'm pretty low maintenance and I can keep myself entertained pretty easily. I think like I regret not doing a bit more for sure. Like pushing myself a little bit harder to see more people. Mm. Um and doing comedy was great and my last show at, was ex- like very special and I really missed that. Uh Jessica just took off her sweater and she's wearing just the most oh, wow. beautiful shirt. That is pretty oh, wild. Thank you. Um, yeah, like, but I feel, I still feel grateful and I'm trying to be optimistic and, you know, keeping people safe is a, is something that is rewarding more so than trying to keep myself safe. So at least I have like that motivator. And this is all to go back to what I was saying earlier about finding your own personal integrity, elocution, (laughs) diction, FOMO <laughs> is means, and I'll, I got to do a funny voice to get us out of this really <laughs> sincere. Yeah, you really, sincere. really got us like not making fart jokes. We're oh, fart joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a retail nightmare. Oh, I just wanted to say I saw, I think it was Aunt Sheila posted something recently about Jomo, which was like joy of missing out instead of fear of. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I definitely have Jomo more than FOMO. Like, I don't think I do have FOMO because I sort of like if someone else is doing something else, I'm like, oh, I uh, hope they're having fun. Jay, please splice this in earlier. Disclaimer. FOMO means fear of missing out. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for getting that clean. Uh, Yeah, like we played one show and I'm sort of like, well, I'm glad we did that when we did it because I wouldn't want to do it now or I couldn't do it now. And if that's the rate of shows I get to do, like uh, play one show every two years and that's how it goes for the next few years. So be it. That's okay. I'll just have a a backlog of good outfits to show the world. (laughs) Alicia, sorry to cut you off. I would love to hear your retail nightmare. 
Okay, so it's not like it's more of an experience that made me laugh on the second to last episode of Stop Podcasting Yourself. Graham Clark mentioned that he had invested in an, a fancy water bottle <laughs> and then he dropped it and now it's like lopsided and it and it falls over. And I had already gotten him like a bigger Christmas gift but wanted to get him like a stocking stuffer or something small. And so I looked like I was sick and staying inside the house and Christmas was was approaching. So I thought, okay, well, I'll walk over to Welks when I'm feeling better. And one day I was like, I think I feel better. And I got two blocks away and I had to turn back around. I was like, oh, okay, no. don't go into stores. Um, and then I was like, a light went off in my head and I was like, I wonder if London Drug sells these swell bottles. And sure enough, they did. So I ordered it online and paid for it along with a Terry's chocolate orange, which is one of Graham's favorite (laughs) Christmas treats. (laughs) I love them myself. I plan to get myself one when I got there. And I felt really smug because I was like, by the time this is ready for pickup, like this cold is going to be long gone. And I'm going to feel fine walking into a store with my double mask on. (laughs) And so I was just waiting all day for the um, sale to go through and them to and London Drugs, I love London Drugs, everybody knows this, uh, to confirm the order. And the next day I was going to go and pick it up. And I got three hours later a message saying that the two things on the order, the Terry's chocolate orange and this swell bottle were out of stock. And I was like, hmm, it doesn't seem right. I feel like those like, maybe the orange, maybe the orange is out of stock, but I find it hard to believe that the swell bottles are out of stock. <laughs> uh, they're not on sale. They're expensive. I'm going to call. So I called and spoke to two lovely people and they confirmed that the other color was on sale. I just assumed that the one that I ordered was actually sold out. So I bundled up and I got on the train and went down to London Drugs and I walked in and there was the bottle that I had ordered fully in stock. (laughs) I think what probably one of two things happened, like overworked staff holidays and just like, fuck it, this is a bonkers order. What, who orders these two things? Yep. A lunatic. <laughs> this person shouldn't be rewarded for anything. Let them go without, which I respect. Secondly, maybe they realized that the Terry's chocolate orange was sold out because it was, but they didn't know where to look for the swell bottle or they were in the wrong section. So they just marked it as... <laughs> There's people at London Drugs ordering, like, okay, he's talking about uh, toilet paper, lentils, uh, you know, uh, wind up like hand cranked radios for the possums. And I would like to order <laughs> a, a container for some water and a chocolate orange. Well, you were gonna <laughs> you were gonna whack the chocolate orange to break it into segments, and then feed them through the wide mouth of your swell bottle and make mm. chocolate water. Oh yum! Oh yum! <laughs> yeah. Um, so I took a picture of it because I thought it would be really funny to just write back and say found them, but I didn't want it to be <laughs> shitty, so I just. Didn't send it, but I respect that it, the order wasn't filled. I'm grateful that the product was still in stock, but it was such a funny thing where I was like, there's no way this is not in the store. I just knew it. London Drugs is like a, the final frontier. <laughs> like It was not cool in there. Like I've had to buy a lot of things for this work event that I helped organize. And one of the orders was at London Drugs. And I think the first holiday experience I had at London Drugs was with my friend Allison, and she wanted the Bon Maman. The jam pack? The jam pack, yeah. Like, it's a 24. Wow. 
it's really nice. And she's like, jams. and she's like, London Drugs is supposed to have it, but I can't find it anywhere. And, and I, we were able to find it. And like, everyone tries so hard to help people there. But when I was in that night, like it was two nights ago, the energy was awful. Like people were just bumping into me and standing in the middle, just bewildered, looking for gifts. And uh, it's the only Christmas shopping that I've really had to do in person. And it was horrible. Yeah, London Drugs is the um, one of the biggest... Uh, oh, Jay, you're going to have to cut this out. I'm blanking out on the word. Oh, you're piss, not cutting this out either. Piss hut? Piss hut. <laughs> no. Piss hut. Yeah. yeah. The, Poop town. Biggest piss Okay, hut. I'll just uh, say... Yeah. London Drugs is, one, is the worst for um, forcing the season down your throat before <laughs> you're ready. And I, it's, it's an yeah. affront to you. So going in there, and it's this like... Other than uh, some place that puts up a Christmas tree on November 1st, and you're like, yeah. they're not allowed. But going into London Drugs where they go, here's yeah. how you should feel. Yes. <laughs> this, this Christmas, the goodwill towards all men and and uh, agnostic Jesus and all these kind of things. <laughs> is this. And that, I love like, just agnostic this bomb- Jesus. But it's just that bombardment of these are the colors, these are the sentiments, whether it's snow or uh, Vaseline. Chocolate. And yeah, and then like it's just this, um, yeah, that kind of like shoehorning you into feeling good about the season. I yeah. feel like London Drugs does that to a, yeah. a very severe level. I feel like I'm kind of immune to it because Christmas doesn't really bother me because it's so clearly such a crazy cash grab and it's it's just an awful time. So I'm like, yeah, this makes sense because I'm in a store in a capitalist society. But mm-hmm. Halloween really gets me. Like all of the crap at Halloween really bumps oh. me out. It's oh, just, yeah. yeah, it's all just plastic garbage. I think the London Drugs is like the go-to spot for people who, because like they technically have like big ticket items there. You know, you can buy a TV, you could buy video games or whatever, but that's like where all, I feel like the dads, sorry to the dads out there who are not like this, but it's like where all the dads are like, well, I got to get something. And they're always just like, okay, everyone's getting like Ferrero Rocher. And (laughs) then it's like, no one wants that. And then like the dads just wind up eating them. A DVD mm-hmm. copy of Catch Me If You Can too, <laughs> Because it was <laughs> $5.99. <laughs> London Drugs is also the place like I specifically go there for snacks or something yeah. like yeah. house related like organization or like I'm talking maybe a shit. frying pan. But like I never buy anything that London Drugs represents. Like I never go there for toothpaste or toilet paper. I don't get my prescriptions there. Oh, okay. I don't buy makeup there like it's always like Ritter Sports and, <laughs> and gummies and you know a wicker basket because um, uh, I was just talking a lot of shit about it but I've bought a lot of appliances there yeah and I think I bought my TV there and I do go there for computer stuff because it's always slightly cheaper than a computer store yeah, yeah. and they've got really nice staff in that section too and it's always slightly older so <laughs> that's why it's mm. the models are usually cheaper um this reminds me of my retail nightmare, though. I mean, it's not a, it's a it's a retail dream. It's a retail dream. Uh, I went to go see Graham do his twenty four hours of stand up. Uh, I didn't see you there. I was there at four a.m. I where, left where right you? at four, so we must have just missed each other. I heard that you were there with uh, bells on, and I was sad. Actually, were you actually there until four a.m.? Yeah, I was there from two to four. Oh wow. Okay, so I, I'll shut my mouth. Was, um, yeah. 
but uh, I had messaged Sally before and said that I would bring Graham some cough drops because that like mm. everyone brings him food and drinks and stuff. And I was like, his voice is going to go cough drops is what he needs. And she was like, make sure to get him a sugar free something. So I was like, okay. And then I realized at 2 a.m. everywhere is closed, including right. like the <laughs> yeah. ATM at the bank. So I couldn't even like take out cash. But I did stop at Snackland on my way, which is a 24-hour convenience store, which is great. They have so many imported snacks. I've, we've talked about it before. Uh, the people who work there are lovely. And so I went in there. I found some Ricola. You got them some sour keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. They're sour. But that none of them were sugar-free. And so I asked the employee working there if they had more cough drops and then he led me to a second section with more cough drops and he was showing like he gave me so many options and I was like wow you've gone above and beyond already like and then I had to be like are any of these sugar free and he was like I'm not sure and he was like checking we found two that were sugar free so I got Graham some lemon he called out the manufacturer yeah yeah I we were on hold with customer service uh (laughs) And it is, you know, it's like almost 2 a.m. This guy is working there by himself on a cold, rainy night. Uh, and he was just so friendly. He was so, like, chatty. As I was paying, I noticed that there was a giant gummy bear, like, behind the cash. Like, it's a single giant gummy bear, maybe a foot tall, uh, for sale. And it was, like, $50. And I, I did the thing that is so annoying, when you're working in retail where you're just like, wow, has anyone actually ever bought that before? And he was so excited to talk about it. He's like, no, we just got them in. No one's bought it yet. Like I'm excited to see who's going to buy it. And I was like, someone high is going to buy it. <laughs> yeah. That'd be something to like, see what, at 3 a.m. Someone just mowing down. <laughs> yeah, How big is it? It's like maybe a foot tall. Like it's, it's, I don't know, probably weighs. Oh yeah, I've seen those. I, I would eat that. Yeah. But like, do you just take a bite and then put it away? Like you seal it <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, that's so true. Box. Like, do you need a knife? Like do you have to use a cutting board? I'm just imagining over the course of a month, holding on to it as you're watching TV and just Licking. gnawing through it. But it's cut, like, it's, it's getting dust and, and yeah. hair particles on it. <laughs> There's like little fruit flies flying around. I imagine it starts fermenting and like there's an alcohol to it. Yeah, the like lower left foot is turning into kombucha. Uh, yeah, I just imagine a pack of high teens, sort of like surrounding it, like a bunch of uh, wild animals, and just sort of gnawing at it, and taking it like hyenas, and just like laughing and like not be and like their mouths being full of whole chunks of gummy. Yeah, now it's like, now I kind of want it. <laughs> I know, it's, it's yeah. Your, yeah, the image starts very cute because the the novelty of it, you're like, oh, look at that, those are usually small, oh, okay, and then you start going down the path of like the logistics of it, consuming that, and you're yeah. like, yeah, it would take like a Serengeti of like, <laughs> high stoned idiots just tearing through <laughs> yeah. gelatinous but sugar. also like part of the pleasure of those things are this, how they, they're small and how the shape feels when you chew them. Yeah. 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 So it's that's kind of taken away. Like, yeah, it would just be like a whole chunk. Yeah, it would weird. be like hard jello, basically. I would have like a stomach ache for days and days because I would eat all of it. Yeah. I think, in, like, I, I think the um, I really like when, especially with gummy bears, and there's a difference. To, I don't know if it's difference between Haribo or something, but. 
sometimes they're compact and they're they're actually kind of hard. So the it's density. like that, yeah. that, the density. Yeah. I bet you a big one isn't so dense. It's just kind of mm. floopy. Yeah. yeah. And they also, I've seen online too, they also make uh, like gummy, really long gummy worms. Like you can get like a mm. four foot long gummy worm or whatever. And it just looks obscene. Like it looks like a... John Candy's penis. I mean... Oh, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just imagining it getting covered in dandruff and stuff. It's just... <laughs> sitting... I never have snacks around long enough to worry about it not getting eaten. Well, four foot long gummy is going to change that, surely. Yeah. Nope. Oh, like I'm, okay. I'm a when it comes to like food and only food, I'm a completist. I would have it in like a long paper bag, and I would take out like a bread knife and just like saw off a piece and put it in the toaster oven and put some cheese <laughs> on top and just like have a little bruschetta. You can melt it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's for jam. cooking. It's not. I thought this was going to talk me out of eating them, and now I'm the snake. The snake sounds good. I know. I feel like this the size of the snake makes more sense, and you can cut it off in sections. It's like, yeah, I'm both repulsed and intrigued. Which makes me want to make a trip to Yeko Yek on Main Street tomorrow to get Turkish Delight. And maybe Ooh. I will do that Ugh, as a Christmas. No. Mm, so dusty. I speaking, love it. Speaking Ugh. of dust. Wait, the, no, mm, no, yeah, no, Speaking of, a, of, of dust. <laughs> I say Turkish, Turkish Delight is, we've moved on as, as in technologies, in candy technologies. It's it's like, have we? It's true, yeah. but it's fun. It's like a little bit retro. It's like this, oh, like grandma used to eat. No, I mean, what do you want? And, it's, it's like, it's yeah, I have some flavored. Turkish Delight really marzipan. It's like, no, we've got. floral tastes. No, no, we've got, we've got tear jerkers. We've got orange. <laughs> That's right. Chocolate. So we, we have yeah, like we gum tape. Yeah, yeah. We don't need that antiquated, uh, No. But I no, do. I've, I've talked myself into it. I'm I going love, to get some tomorrow. Yeah, I love the 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 floral novelty <laughs> of the flavor. Like you know, I just want You know what it is? It's it's a jelly bean that is soap and potpourri flavored. Yeah. You know what? We can just end the podcast early if <laughs> yeah. you're going to be like this. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll back down from that. Every, Emmett, every time I walk over to your apartment, I pass my favorite uh, building in the neighborhood that has so many roses outside of it. And oh, I yeah. take my time and I sniff them all. And you know what? Every time I'm sniffing, I wish I was chewing. So Turkish, yeah. that's what Turkish Delight is for. And every time and they I also see have it, lemon yeah. Turkish Delight. Oh, gosh. Oh, do. Yeah, they have a couple of different flavors. Sorry, what were you going to say? Emma? Oh, I don't know. It's like, yeah, and then and then we're going to move on to Werther's Originals. It's just like he, we 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 don't need that. We don't need it anymore. We so have you Oreos. think it should be eliminated? Because we have we've Oreos, we have Snickers, we have we have we've done it. <laughs> Snickers, <laughs> Snickers is are not delicious. better. Snickers is not better than. We Turkish have a Reese's Delight. Pieces cup. I, oh, have you seen the Reese's Pieces cup with with chips in it? Yeah, I've <gasps> tried it. How is it? I've done it. What it's kind good? of chips? Yeah, you wouldn't get it. Plain r- ruffle chips. <laughs> like potato <laughs> no, chips. We're yeah. talking yes. potato yeah, business yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Potato business. Yeah. Fuck. Potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Do you keep it in a bowl? Do you stick it in a hole? Potato business. I just bought five pounds of potatoes. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? Uh, homemade Reese's peanut butter cups with chips. So you make your, <laughs> you deep fry your own potatoes. Ooh. Get a, yeah, make Julie your own peanut it. butter. Ju- yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be that hard, really. Um, 
is it time for rest in peas? Speaking of groceries. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Rest in peas. Okay, so this is a segment we've only done this once before, I believe. It was introduced, inspired, suggested by former guest Cam McLeod. Uh, and this is where we apologize to an item of food that we have recently had to compost without eating. Emmett, would you like to lead us in prayer? Yeah, I tend to do this with fresh herbs. Oh, yeah. Like cilantro. Like I, you, uh, this recipe requires cilantro and you can't buy three sprigs. You have to buy a whole bunch and it just wilts. The amount of sad, soggy basil and, and cilantro and things like that that have withered away in my fridge. I don't know. I've got a tip for you. Put it in a glass of water in the fridge and it lasts way longer. Okay, so so I was just thinking Ziploc bag. That some kind of, sometimes keeps like a carrot from getting flaccid. That yeah, I think the cilantro needs the water, and you have to yeah. kind of kind of like a fresh fla- fresh cut flower. Yeah, you the change thing is, though, it I, like I, I, but it's like I, until the next time I come up until the next time I make a weird recipe that requires cilantro. Again. You could just um, drop it off at my house because I always want cilantro, and it Me like too. the stems. You can like put the stems in a smoothie, just like adds greenery to it and it, mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. like overwhelm it too much it tastes really good if you're using like oh citrus in the smoothie too side note about stems do you use kale stems or do you just slice off the leaves and use those i slice off the leaves but it depends how young we're talking with this kale i feel like it's one of those things where like oh all the nutrition's in the stock you yeah, but you have to, you'd have it's to like... It's very hard to digest it, though. Yeah, you'd, for me especially, I feel like you'd have to really like uh, steam it or saute it. it. Yeah. And the closer it gets to the, Put it the, in the, root, cigarette. the woodier it is. Yeah, it's too hearty. I would like to say apologize to the bag of asparagus that I found at the oh, bottom yeah. of my fridge today. Yeah, yeah. Um, rest in, in peace. Rest in it took a lot of work for that asparagus to get into your fridge this time of year, too. It didn't. It was in there for months. Oh, okay. Oh. I, was thinking, I was just thinking in terms of season. When how far does that asparagus have to traverse to be in it, your fridge these days? Probably really far. I'm pretty sure it was from Mexico. So was this like liquid asparagus by now? No, it was kind of more dehydrated, like okay. crunchy. Ooh, oh. asparagus chips. Yeah, it wasn't like the cucumber that also followed it shortly thereafter. Those things just turn to, like, liquid goo. They're haunted. <laughs> yeah. They're cursed. So did it look like a, a mummy? Like a pharaoh had been in your, like, just kind of, like, sunken yeah. divots inside of inside the stock? That's yeah. what I'm thinking when you say kind of dried out. Kind of like, and they were, like, a much lighter yellower color. Mm. Yellower. More <laughs> yellowish color. <laughs> yeah. It's surprising how um, some of the grossest stuff can be just, like, nature like botanical things in your fridge that stuff can make me like picking up a, an old cucumber still in its um cellophane no that, but it's like basically like there should be like i need a rule with if it has to be eaten within three days of it coming into the house because a cucumber can go soft like it can seem totally normal in the grocery store but three days afterwards sometimes they start getting bushy and, and i really hate them 
hate like the idea of eating. Oh, putting my thumb through a zucchini. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying. I died. Um, I have a huge apology. Okay. I, I'm. Please grant me forgiveness, O Corn Lord, for I have sinned. Uh, I made cornbread, and I guess my baking powder was off because I tried so hard to eat all that cornbread, but there was something wrong with that baking powder, which may have been something else that I mislabeled as baking powder, but I had such a strange metallic aftertaste. Okay. And it only got worse over time. Like, (laughs) I had several slices of this cornbread on the first day. Second day, I had one. And then I realized that there was some sort of chemical burn that was happening on my tongue. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to to, uh, quit it. So I did wind up composting. I'd say maybe a third of the cornbread that I made. That's you not, did your that's best. That's not bad. Yeah, you consumed that much. I don't know what it was. It disintegrated steel wool that you had I don't put in there know. or something. It looked like baking powder. I had labeled it. Like I don't think I would have been like, "What's this? Probably baking powder. Better label it." You know, like I probably had transferred it from the container into the smaller container and immediately wrote baking powder on it. But maybe it was just old. I did a test to see if it was still good. But anyway, I have new baking powder now that Lorna brought me, my mother, because before I go to the store, I need to just ask her because I know for a fact that she has a brand new container of everything that she will never use. So um, I'm going to try for round two of cornbread and hopefully it won't be such a disaster. Yeah, that sounds great. I uh, love, corn Lord. love cornbread. There's a place in town called Jukes fried chicken oh yeah and they make the best cornbread and it's gluten-free and it's definitely made in a cast iron pan but i have messed up cornbread before that wasn't the issue but i didn't do something properly so i bought a bob's red mill mix once and it was so delicious i was like well never not i'll never make it again from scratch why is it um sort of novel like why is it a treat why how come it's not ubiquitous yeah. with our uh, you know with general breads i mean corn is everywhere else I'm, yeah it's true um, i guess because it's like you don't get it on the shelf like yeah you don't see well why not even that corn. like how come yeah it's like very much like a like a home homey and there's yeah. a cultural element too like it's very common in the south very yeah. common in black culture like but I remember my mom making it. But well, I'm she doesn't she count, can't. Emmett. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wonder if you went into like a grocery store in the South, if they would have yeah. like a little little loaf you could get. Or maybe just everyone makes it themselves. I don't know. It's delicious. And it's one of those things I made years ago and Jay loved so much and had been talking about it ever since being like, oh, remember that cornbread? And I was like, yes, I get the hint. I will buy the ingredients that make cornbread. And then this was just so unsatisfying because I, like, I fucked it up. I just fucked it up. But the thing is, it looked perfect. Like, it rose the perfect amount. It was perfect, that, like, golden yellow color. Great, great crumb. So it was was great for a photo shoot. And I did take a photo, and I posted it online, and I said, happy birthday to corn. (laughs) (laughs) Because I put a a little, like, corn cob holder stick on the top. Like, it was like, oh, yeah. But uh, it was all a lie. See how fake Instagram is? 
I never thought about it until now. Yeah, makes me think. I actually hadn't tried it when I posted that photo, and then I was like, ooh, that's <laughs> weird. But it did taste a lot better when I put sour cream on it, like it was icing. Mm-hmm. Sour this, cream is so good. I had some today. Savory no, that's, cake. Uh, that's a tricky position to be put in of you not wanting to waste food, but if you're consuming that tastes, something that tastes metallic, that can't be good. So yeah. you're saying, am I... And part of me was like, my oh, I can like crumble it up and share it yeah. with squirrels or something. And then I was like, if this is causing me this much distress, like their little bodies are much smaller. I'm not going to subject them to this. They won't be able to climb the uh, the tree. They'll be so heavy with so yeah. much steel in their gut. Mouth sores. Oh, boy. No, it's fine. My tongue has regained its... Uh, Bigger? Vitality. But you know, you know when you like burn your tongue or you eat something really rough and you like cut up the roof of your mouth and you're like, I yeah. fucked, I fucked myself for like hey, the next three That's another thing. Meals. I want to, I want a new goal now that I'm in my forties is like I want to reduce the amount of times I burn my tongue or the roof of my mouth. There's only so many years left in my life. Yeah, it cannot be compromised by that stupid. It's a, it feels embarrassing at the same time as it's very painful and, and hinders, and hinders ex- further experiences for a while. <laughs> it's just that it's that, that level of impatience that I had to consume something. Yeah, that, yes. That, uh, uh, do I drop it? Do I drop it out of my mouth or do I swallow it? Yeah. Where's the water? The, Give me water. What's more, what's more embarrassing? The, 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 the pain, like the torture th- item object coming out of my mouth or swallowing it that I I, I force myself to yeah I, all the I way know. down yeah I, I definitely feel that I don't think I do it that I do it definitely more with like I ate too much candy and my mouth is the roof of my mouth is raw I'm gonna try and go see how long I can go without candy in 2022 mm, because it's really just gotten out of hand well if it brings you joy to abstain sometimes that is in and of itself a pleasure. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get off real hard on withholding from myself. And uh, <laughs> no more high chews. Yeah. Then that's why you enjoy a Turkish delight is because you've just denied yourself something delicious for so long. You're like, oh, some kind of semblance of See, candy. I thought Turkish delight was gross. Like when I was a kid, I didn't like it. I thought it was gross. Because I had also only seen like the packaged kind that you would find in like a convenience store that's like coated in chocolate and yeah, I don't think turf. the flavor goes that well with like milk chocolate but then if you get like legit like from a bakery uh, you know what it is it's almost like a kid's cigar <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean where it's like you you're like you're like yeah no matter how well like dried the tobacco is and aged and and wine dipped and stuff sure it's great for a cigar but it's still a cigar <laughs> The same thing with Turkish Delight. It's like, you, yeah, this is the best. It's like, I'll eat it. It's delicious for what it is. But mm. don't, why would I engage with this when there's... When you guys were kids, did you ever get chocolate cigars as gifts? I no. got Popeye cigarettes. Yeah, the Popeye cigarettes. You used Emmett, to get chocolate cigars too. Emmett, are you a cigar aficionado? <laughs> no, I'm saying no one. I don't want to smoke cigarettes or cigars. Someone can tell you all like, oh, the reason why this is a good cigar... Yeah. Is all these reasons. And I buy this and I, I can transfer this over to whiskey. However, I like whiskey. But the thing <laughs> is, I get why people wouldn't. It's like, no, no, no. This floor cleaner gasoline liquid. 
It sat in this barrel for 25 yeah, and years. It's, been, it's like, it's a, it's been sweetened and <laughs> aged and smoked and, and all these flavors come through with it. So if you had to drink pledge, <laughs> this is the best, at least it would taste okay for what it is. You're like, this or, one, just, or just don't drink it. Like wood as or you just get. Don't, or just, or you can avoid smoking that cigar or you can avoid eating the Turkish delight. Yeah. It is kind of like wax lips or something. I'm making excuses because it's probably some level of envy. There's, it's just, I'm just like, I don't, <laughs> I wish I liked it and I don't. So I'm, I'm berating people who do. Yeah. And like preferences, you know, it's an important factor in whether you like something or not. I don't know a lot of people that look forward to Turkish delight the way that I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's rare. Yeah, like I, I just love it and I have it occasionally and that store is so beautiful and I always leave with things that I really love and I just realized I'm out of salt so I, I have to leave the house tomorrow and I can go to this place that I love. <laughs> There's also another place on Maine and King Ed called Yasmina Bakery, I think. Yeah, our friend Sarah was just telling me about it. It's really good and everything's super affordable. And mm. I bought a big container of Turkish Delight last time I was there. Because I was like buying Jay and I lunch and I was getting pastries and I was getting like cookies. And then I was like, throw in That's some closer Delight. for me. So maybe I'll start there. Yeah. And they've got like unusual beverages there too. And I think I was doing like so many impulse buys. I was really hungry. And then it, I think everything came to like $25 and it was a lot of food. It was great. Yeah, I'll start there. I've been meaning to check it out. I recommend. I honestly think the reason why I like Turkish Delight is just because of my like intense love of flowers. And I get excited whenever I can eat a flower. Yeah, and I, I like those floral flavors like violet. Yeah. Um, candy and lavender anything and rose anything. I do want to retract any um, <laughs> um, insinuation of shame towards enjoying it. <laughs> No, um, it's anti-floral sentiment. Because you know what? All day long at work, I listen to people complain about why they don't like something. Yeah. And, and for all yeah. those things that I was uh, backing up, things like Reese's Pieces or whatever, that chocolate's insane. That's like it burns the back of your throat. It's not. It's not a natural type. Of I love sugary it too. Treat. It's waxy oil. Yeah, <laughs> it's, wax? very, it's very strange. It's very strange. Yeah. Is it time for Pup of the Week? Yeah. Fuck. Wow. Here we are already. <laughs> Emmett, who the fuck is your puppo? Um, so uh, like it doesn't have to be. Well, it's of this week being of January second. Okay, yeah, but this puppo I engaged with maybe a week and a half, two weeks. Oh ago. yeah, it could okay. have been a year ago. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, it could great. have been something that doesn't even exist. So whatever. Uh, <clears throat> my whatever lovely girlfriend choose. was house sitting <gasps> slash dog sitting. Mm. And this dog is, um, there's a term f- for it. Stinky. Big. Stinky. Oh, that, let me get there. So <laughs> the dog's name is Oliver, and it's like a Great Dane cross with a poodle. <gasps> what? Kind of, I, I Can think Can you that's, send us pictures? I, yeah, I think I can eventually do this. Um, <laughs> so it was a big, it looked like a... Um, a horse. Like Yeah, kind of. It was uh, like a big... Just imagine like a, a big Labrador, but dressed up as a poodle, like dressed Ooh. up in a fuzzy poodle. Like the, because Oliver's face was, it looked like he had a huge mask of curly, a perm wow. kind of thing. And he was sweet. He's eight years old. He's pretty sweet and gentle and nice. 
unfortunately, I don't know if it was the stress of his parents gone or whatever, his owners, but this dog, and I'm not exaggerating, fucking reeked. Like, it was, it, it was, you'd scritch the top of his head, and you just, I think it, like, just released this cheesy funk from his pores. <laughs> yeah, sounds yeah. almost like a... So kind of some infection. Movie, yeah, yeah, like a yeasty. yeasty kind of thing, just and it would it would emanate depending on what room he was in, no. and he and he liked eating goose shit. So I just don't know if it was that was coming out of his body, but it was this. You could tell he was a little anxious, and he wanted some loving, and he'd be like, "Oh, well, you're you're here. I, I'll come to you." And he kind of nuzzles his face against you, going, "Come on." Uh, we'll be friends, I suppose. I'm like, I want to, but <laughs> so I can't. Like, e- every time it's I got to, so I got to wash my hands real thoroughly after because yeah. it just, it was like a Parisian sewer had <laughs> been like fermenting brie or something. It's just, Exotic. yeah, like with a foot. That's tough. A stinky dog is tough, especially when they're sweethearts. Yeah, you just, like, you just start thinking, like, it's not your fault, buddy. And you're like, I'll get used to it. And then you're like, oh, God, no. Yeah, <laughs> My hand yeah, smells yeah. so bad. Uh, but uh, he, real sweet guy. Oliver. And looked incredible. A lot of people thought he, like on the street, thought he was really cute. But I didn't see him as cute. It was strange to get that <laughs> lot of, a lot of. Um, you're like, he's not cute. He's handsome. Yeah, there you go. He's striking. Yeah. There. Th- those are better <laughs> adjectives for sure. Yeah. There you go. That's my puppo. So good. I got to see a pic of this dog. Yeah, sounds gorgeous. Alicia, who is your puppo of the week? Um, I have a couple of puppos. Hank is a puppo. He is uh, real so, original. So cute. And I love him so much. And my second puppo is um, Lemonade Bakery. They, uh, I saw a retail dream happen there today. I ordered myself some bagels and baguette and a pie for Christmas. And I went to pick it up today. You have to like pre-order because it's such an intense time. And when I was just passing by today, not during my pickup time, uh, I was walking past with Graham and he counted 32 people waiting in line to get their Christmas orders. So they just worked their asses off. And when I showed up today, I had to run some errands and I planned to get there right at 430. But I was a few minutes early and there was no lineup. There wasn't even a person waiting. And I could, I went in and the woman ahead of me had placed her order incorrectly. She had chosen December 30th instead of December 23rd. Oh, fuck. So she's having people over tomorrow or the next day that have allergies. And just by a stroke of luck, they had almost everything she needed, even though the place was almost empty. And like still happy, still smiling. And they thanked me for my patience. And I was like, I literally have nothing to do for 10 days. And I love this place. And I'm so excited to have these treats. And they're just so great. They work their asses off. And uh, they're making a lot of people's holidays special every holiday. And uh, they're puppos. And then my third puppo is the man that I saw leaving the bakery. He was such a hubba ding. And he moved out of the way to make room for me, but I moved out of the way to make room for him. And then we made eyes at each other. And I was like, I'm in love with you. My God, <laughs> I hope I see him again. He was so cute. You have a new bakery crush. Yeah. I mean, he's just walking past the bakery, but I hope that he lives in the neighborhood and he can become a, another puppo of the week one day. Are bakery crushes a, a term? Alicia just 
used to have a crush on a man who worked at a different gluten-free bakery Mm -hmm. long, long ago. And I would love to hear updates about him because she'd be like, and there was just like a puff of flour and all of a sudden he was there. (laughs) Yeah, he was so, that guy was so cute. And he only worked there, like I think for a very short period of time. And you also had a crush on a guy who worked at a pizza place too. Not a bakery, I know. Oh my gosh, that guy, the Irish guy. These bread men. Yeah, it's yeah, bread men. This probably has something to do with that. I'm having an experience that I look forward to. And uh, then I see somebody attractive. Although yeah. th- the Irish pizza man really was spectacular. <laughs> Is it because they, they work with flour and, and gluten and they're like a forbid- forbidden fruit? Yeah, it's true. He'd really have to hose down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you do the hosing. I'm gladly. <laughs> Silk would shower. Um, <laughs> what about you, Jessica? I have a bit of an unorthodox puppo. Sure. Uh, I've been inside a lot. And uh, I don't think we get, we really like sing the praises of this puppo often enough. But my puppo is lotion. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Uh, <laughs> because you really notice it when you don't put it on these days because your skin turns to sandpaper and all of a sudden you're like, why is my back itchy because mm. everything's so fucking dry uh despite the fact that there is condensation on my windows 24 7 it's still somehow dry oh i know it's winter when my legs get itchy yeah oh, yeah totally and if i don't pay attention if like the middle of the night and i scratch them like i sometimes will break the skin because it's mm. very like so thin easy yeah. yeah so easy to do yeah i put lotion on for the first time in months and months today because of that reason I have to put it so on good. when I get out of the bath, I put it on my entire body. And even like I can tell the like little weird triangles of skin that I can't reach on my back because my one arm doesn't <laughs> bend as much <laughs> as the other. I'm like, I can tell because that's where it's going to be itchy because that that part didn't get moisturized. Just love putting on like a thick moisturizer and then putting socks over top and being like, oh, you're going to be... Just marinating all day. Oh, that's a sensation I've never experienced. Lotion and socks. Oh, yeah. It keeps it in. It's great. It's great. And then like you do that when you get out of the shower or whatever. And then you wear those socks. If you're being nasty, maybe to bed. And then the next morning when you take them off to have the shower, you're like, why are my feet so slippery? (laughs) Your your inner world is like so rich, Jessica. Like you're just in, <laughs> inside the apartment. It's disgusting. Yeah, you've got like so many rituals. Everything's covered in slime. It's true. It's exhausting. Um, and I, uh, I, I can't believe Jay puts up with all of it and also like manages to follow all my little things where I'm like, don't do this because this is going to happen. So do this this way. Like... The way our sink is installed in the bathroom. If you wash your hands, it will spray water on the wall, which isn't properly oh, I know. cocked. So then the wall starts rotting. Oh. So it's like every time you wash your hands, take the towel and dry the wall beside the sink. And that's just like something that is like a little thing that I figured out to stop the wall from <laughs> getting soggy. Oh, apartment life. Yeah. There's a certain amount of those things. Uh, is a real determining factor of your tolerance level for for little hacks in your own life that are actually you compromising your lifestyle. Oh, completely. 
Because I, I, I've, I've got a, f- a bunch of those myself, but it's the kind of like imagining the effort of fixing the problem feels way worse than fixing the problem. But then they just accumulate. Yeah. And then I just kind of beholden to my system. The thing is, I tried to fix the problem because I painted my bathroom this summer and I took the old caulking off that was put in wrong by whoever fixed the bathroom and I put on new stuff. But because the damage was already done to the wall, like it didn't, there's still like moisture behind it, even though I tried to dry it out as much as I could before I put it on there. So now there's like cracks in the caulking and I'm just like, how much time and money Am I going to invest into this? I'm like, I'll just wipe down the yeah. wall directly beside a faucet. Like who installs a faucet like two inches from a wall? Like it doesn't make sense. My landlords too. My sink situation is like a nightmare. Yeah. And Graham and I were like thinking about fixing it in the new year. And then the thought of fixing it make, fills me with rage because of how much rent I pay and right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. how much I've already put into this apartment. I'm like a lot. Oh, and I'm only like halfway done. How's your light fixture situation? I have an update. Ooh. Yeah, so I can return it. And I found a light fixture on Facebook Marketplace that I loved. Nice. But it was in Saanich. And I was like, oh, so then I just started researching that brand. And then I fell down a well of, I love, I love furniture and lighting. And I think I would be really happy like managing or owning a furniture store or some sort of home store, because I can really get into it. So I found the light, and the, the least expensive one I could find from the company was really expensive. It was almost $200, and I was like, I just can't justify that kind of a purchase, but I am getting like $80 back from this light, and I returned a pair of pants, and I was like, well, maybe if you kept it at every apartment that you live in, you always install it, it would be worth it. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to maybe bite the bullet, and I went to buy it, and... Amazon had raised the price by $50. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. And so I went back on Facebook Marketplace and the woman had reduced her light fixture, which is brand new in the box, from 100 to 50. Whoa. So I messaged Jade, who lives in Victoria, and she's like, I would love to pick that up for you and I'll put it on the Helijet because she has friends that work there. Oh my God. And so she's going to pick it up for me tomorrow. And I sent her money to take her daughter for lunch on me so i'm getting the light fixture for like 80 dollars amazing Whoa. which is what and i paid it, for this one yeah it's getting which, a private it, helicopter flight <laughs> and a helicopter flight it's ridiculous but it was kind of funny and sweet of her to offer and she said she really wanted to do it and i was like and then i'll move on to my next obsession yeah like perfect. i just go from obsession to obsession like it might be a pair of shoes it might be this I am getting my ADHD results in a couple of weeks. I'm (laughs) pretty sure it's going to be, yeah, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Well, welcome to the club if that is the case. We'll see. Yeah, I don't want want to uh, jump on a bandwagon that causes a lot of people a lot of stress and and minimize it in any way. But there's definitely some things where I'm like, I don't think this is normal. (laughs) Yeah, being normal. Well, normal is not the right word. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, speaking of Jade, former guest, Jade Lake, uh, I am mailing her something as well for her daughter. Uh, Oh, really? I'm mailing her all my hair clips that I bought from the children's section thinking that they would work with my hair and then realize that I have adult uh, volume hair and a tiny little banana (laughs) sparkly clip doesn't hold any of my fucking hair. So a child should have them. So, well, Ruby is going to love them. Yeah, I'm excited. I have like I sorted which ones 
I'm going to mail to her and then I'm going to do that probably before the time this comes out. You're such so. a nice person, Jessica. What, well, what the, the world would not be so lovely without you. I just like mailing shit. Well, I you're going to have to get that those barrettes on a helijet. I'm going to my stamps on a, a dirigible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to hire an oldie timey man with a big hat and a wax mustache. Um, I love mailing shit. I even have mailed stuff to Emmett. That's true. Yeah. And we live almost in the same postal code. Very true. <laughs> it feel, it does feel a bit weird, but it's a, it's a novelty. I don't know. I like getting mail. Absolutely. Support the post office. That's my plug. Yeah, I love the post office. Buy some stamps. They're like stickers with a function. Mm-hmm. With a hey. function. Yeah. Expensive stickers. Uh, I still have a book of Star Trek stickers that my friend and former guest Regan Taylor gave me. And I'm like, I can never use them because they're all the captains. So great. Stickers yeah. or stamps? Stamps. Stickers? Stamps. Oh, they're stamps. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, stamps. Yeah. And I think the reason why they made them is because William Shatner's Canadian, and that's how they're like, it's Canadian. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. okay, but what about like Avery Brooks and all the other captains? It's just a bonus. I love it. There's like a Borg queen on one of them. Love it. Oh, yeah. You're, you're not getting rid of those. No. Well, the, each, like the booklet came with like two of each captain. So I've, used the one of them and then i'm saving the other one just for i don't know like when i die i guess you can like <laughs> uh put them on my remains and yeah, ship bury them, them in your tomb yeah ship them out to space and i will become while well, i liquefy like a cucumber well, sprig oh okay <laughs> yeah just embalm me with uh, cucumbers all around and then i'll liquefy and turn into <laughs> that like mummy juice the sarcophagus <laughs> remember when they opened that sarcophagus and it was just full of goo yeah. Everyone was like, drink it, drink it. <laughs> was this real life or is this a movie? This is real life. <gasps> they found like a thousands year of years old sarcophagus that had been untouched. And it was huge. I think there were like multiple people buried in it. And Oh it, my God. That's yeah. So gross. You don't remember that? It was like big news in my household. <laughs> <laughs> It's real big news. And then we discovered a knocked over porta potty uh, and our friend and former guest, uh, Hassan Lee, stood on top of it in a photo. And we were like, it's the sarcophagus. Drink no the kidding. juice. Yeah. So gross. I'm sorry. I'm disgusting. 2022. Nothing is different. Nothing. I has love changed. it. All right. Let's say good night. It's been wonderful. Yeah. Emmett, you got to leave your office i guess so i've been here a while yeah um one last thing i will mention was i have been thinking about it is um way back alicia you were mentioning how you uh when you went to welks you used the mm -hmm. term i i approached it and it made me think that the word should just be approach i approached it yeah because when you said i approached it when i heard it it sounded like you were putting on an accent <laughs> like I approached it, <laughs> like like Mario and Luigi. Yeah. It's a me. You just you just approach something. Oh, I approach it, but I approach it. Yeah, and like walking away from something could be like unproaching, disproaching. Mm -hmm. approach, approach it. Uh, how do you say I, I approach it? Uh, anyway, you know what? <laughs> forget about it. Forget it. Forget about it. Jay, you know what to do. <laughs> I was also thinking Jay, you know of Mario. how to make this so funny. 
Mario and Luigi, when Alicia was talking about fixing her sink, I was like, well, if it's stressing you out, I know two little dudes who you can call. (laughs) They live inside my TV. And if they eat a little mushroom, they'll get even littler so they can go inside the tubes. Emmett, if people want to play some of the games that you have done music for, or if they want to listen to your music revered. Yeah, you can go to emmethallmusic.ca and that is a website I made, I guess, a couple summers ago and it it features a lot of the uh, the games I've been working on and it's also a link to my own musical project called Revered. I work for Clay Entertainment and we we make games like Don't Starve and Oxygen Not Included and Hot Lava and Grifflands and a bunch of other stuff that's in development and I am... Uh, one of the composers, I work with another guy named Vince Devera, but he and I split the, the music duties. And a lot of the animated shorts that you might see on the internet, uh, I've scored. So, um, yeah, I'm doing a lot of music for Don't Starve and some stuff for Hot Lava and Grifflands. And you might even hear my voice in some of those things, too. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I've, I was going to say, like, your, your acting, voice acting talents as well. Yep, those have come through there, too. So that's, that's the, yeah, I'm not really, I don't do Twitter or Instagram and I don't know, comedy shows are few and far between. If you were to see me on stage, that would be in Vancouver and it'd be a rarity at this point. Yeah. Um, but hopefully more and more. I mean, I did, I did get on stage for the first time this December after a couple of years and that was great. You and, killed it. Uh, yeah. And hopefully more to come when uh, Omicron just fucking lays off a bit. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Chill out. Yeah. Well, uh, that's, it. that's it for me. That's and exciting. happy new year to ye all. I'm sorry that I was talking so much about Nintendo. <laughs> Jazz. Uh, Alicia, if people want to buy your book. Buy my book. Um, so you're a little sad, so wet. Um, please buy it. How about you, Jessica? If you want to support us on Patreon, or buy a tote bag. Those are two options that I would not stop you from accomplishing. Uh, you can find those pages on the internet, patreon.com slash retail nightmares or retail nightmares.bigcartel.com, something like that. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on there for sale. There's a bunch of bonus stuff. If you want to hear Emmett's song about Hank and Alicia from the last time he was on, oh, wow. that has right. been arranged by jay with a bass i think there's it's fretless bass right and they're fretless it's a little slidey fantastic bass is what it was yeah jay great job uh and everyone just uh, be be safe out there watch the matrix i can't believe we didn't talk about the matrix i just watched the matrix and you watched you went and saw the new one i did i went to my couch and i saw it yeah okay yeah i probably should have seen it in a theater but i don't want to go to a theater uh yeah. And I recommend if you're someone who likes to eat weed, the movie is definitely better if you're (laughs) high Uh, because I watched half of it last night when I was high and then finished it today and I wasn't high. And I was like, oh, yeah, that the weed definitely helped. (laughs) The most meta movie I've ever seen. Okay, very strange. Felt like it was written by a bunch of fans on a message board. Weird. Yeah, it was strange. Anyway, Keanu's there, so I'm not I can't complain. Mm uh yeah check out the matrix and uh maybe who knows maybe we're all living in it and wouldn't that be a treat (laughs) 
Ooh. Right, it's, it's, it's horn clusters that they... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you, Emmett. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We love you all. Mwah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Mwah.